everyone, and welcome to 1923 Main Street. Home of the Daddy-Daughter Disney Travel Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellabradic. And I'm Amelia Bellabradic. And today we're going to be talking about what you don't see on your Disney vacation. What you don't see on your Disney vacation that can actually have the most impact on your Disney vacation. Well, let's not get carried away. Well, let's see what you think, fair listeners, at the end of this episode. My inspiration for this episode was an article I actually wrote a few years ago when I was thinking about Disney, you know, all the trips I've taken over the years, and how it actually affected me from a business perspective. And, you know, there's the Disney Institute where businesses can learn the Disney way of doing business. But it really got me thinking, you know, there's a bunch of things related to Disney's approach to doing business that have a direct impact on your vacation and you don't really think about it. So today I want to talk about that. It's... I have five things in particular. Okay, let's let's see what you think and then I'll tell you how you're wrong. And I'll tell them how they actually affect me. You might, for the first time, hear me admit to things I've never admitted to before. Ooh, I like the sound of <laughs> I that. I thought you might like those. I will put them on the record. Because as I read this, I thought, okay, if I'm listening to my own advice, that may be the case. We'll see. All right, so the first thing is an easy one, Disney's brand voice and personality. So when you talk about business, Disney has a brand. And if you ask anybody in the world travelers or not, what Disney means, the Disney name, you're going to get a pretty consistent answer, I'm guessing. I'm sure this has been done. Really? Most people will think Disney is not so much, you know, whether talking about movies, but it's got a wholesome feel, right? The yeah. Disney name has a family feeling about it. You say Disney, I think Cinderella Castle. But I mean, not enough specific things. The Disney name, what does that mean to you? And that's exactly what Walt Disney wanted to create, right? Happiness. Yeah. And so that has really... Oh, yes. How terrible businessmen. But it's really carried on over the years. And that's a bad thing? No, I'm saying it's a powerful thing. And you benefit from that when you go to the parks and resorts. Because one of the reasons you really want to go is that it's consistent. You know what you're getting. And it's not just at Disney World, Disneyland, even if you go to Alani in Hawaii. One of the reasons you might pick Disney Alani is because, you know what, I know it's going to be a family-oriented vibe there. Or Vero Beach, Disney's Vero Beach Resort, or any of those. And of course, you do get the odd uh, one out that's not oriented or that there's a neighbor. But generally, it's pretty much a nice quality of Yeah, you're talking about individual guests, which they can't control. But well, yeah, but I'm saying generally most guests are respectful and have yeah, similar exactly. mindsets as Because it draws those guests. You're right, but it's never going to be 100%. And But there are challenges for this, too, and we've seen them. You know, a lot of, I'm going to say this because I think it applies to almost everyone. When COVID hit, this is probably true for any business, yeah. but it's really put a strain on Disney maintaining their values and everything in the, in a global crisis like this. Well, that's true. I mean, it's hard for everyone, but especially... Um like when you think Disney, because my mom was saying that she was going to try to avoid crowds and little kids. I'm like, okay, well, you're going to the wrong place because that is mostly what Disney is. And so obviously if you're try if there's a thing that happens in the world where you need to avoid crowds, it's very difficult to do that when that Although is your entire business. Although we did manage to do it and that was a whole episode. Well, on yeah, but at, at the beginning in March, like 2020, when no one knew it was happening, everything just yeah, had to shut true. down. So it impacted them more because that's their 
most of where their money comes from. And the other thing, it's not just COVID, especially for when you think of their brand voice and their personality, this whole sort of finally resurgence for inclusiveness, that's really put a strain on them too, right? Because they've had to think, okay, how do we adapt? How do we maintain our brand and our following, but become more inclusive? And, you know, it was easy to do with rides. They took out a lot of things that just shouldn't have been in rides or changing you know, the world has changed in many ways to be aware that we need to change these things. Well, I mean, things have changed since the past 50 years. Yeah, so so they're doing that. I mean, they're on a real rapid change or course of change now from not only rides, but allowing even their cast members, right, to show piercings or tattoos and stuff. But this has caused a real rebellion amongst other Disney guests who say, no, we must keep things exactly as they were. You can't change Um, and grow so it's not always easy for the company to maintain their i'm just saying is disney a democracy now what do you mean are disney's so-called not civilians but the people that go to disney their customers are they like or guests as they would call yes yeah good word but are is it like a democracy where if they don't like something they can just vote against it well they vote with their dollars if they don't like something they don't go yeah, exactly. That's that's how it should be for any business, right? The business is going to run itself the way it does, and you're either going to like it or you're not. And they are doing the right thing, in my opinion. I don't love all of them either, but I guess, you know, I, I get why they're doing them. You know, it makes sense. Because, mm. you know, someone posted, well, I don't want to see Tinkerbell with face tattoos and a nose ring. <laughs> well, I don't think they're going to go that far, right? People will jump to extremes. I think the face characters will probably still have uh, requirements around them. They do want to stay on brand with those. But for any other cast member, why not, right? We're all used to seeing it everywhere in the world as, you know, times have changed. So Disney should change with the times is my point. So yeah. I'm just saying it's not always easy and everybody doesn't always And it's always not always like a it. blanket statement, too. And this takes us... I'm going to jump into point number two because oh, my my joy. second point is a thing that you experience at Disney is change. And I I capture this as saying change won't ever be embraced by everyone, right? Disney will change and grow. In fact, Walt Disney, what was his statement? This will never stay the same. It will always be growing and changing. And so change by its very nature from Walt's own words is something that is very Disney. Well, but... It hasn't been recently, and then now they're just changing everything. Well, they've always changed a bunch of things. But yeah, I would say the pace of change, partly because of COVID and partly because of... 50th. 50th. And And partly being what we were just talking about and brand being more inclusive. Change is flying all over the place. But I think Disney is renowned for thoughtful change. And, And I believe that... People, well, I think we can all agree, everyone listening and us, Disney people in particular, they don't really like change. No one likes change. But Disney people get very up in arms about... As a Disney person, I can confirm this is true. About sometimes what I would say is, well, that change is irrelevant. But look at me. Change for me, things like the Skyliner. I really don't like it. Am I going to be proven wrong over time? Maybe. Mm, will you, though? 
Yeah, I mean, thoughtful change. I think thoughtful change will usually win out or will always win out in the end. So here's one of my admissions that I was talking about. Maybe I'm wrong about the Skyliner. I don't think I am. (laughs) It's just there. It's not just you that's upset about the Skyliner. There are lots of people with valid concerns. I'm just saying, why bring back something that in the past has not worked? And I guess what I'm saying about change is I'm going to give it a few years. I don't think you can determine change right away. I'm so, just saying it's looking down. And I'll talk more about that when I get to another category. But I think change, that happens all around you. It's something that's important as a Disney guest. When you're there on your Disney vacation or really in any Disney environment, that's something that happens a lot and definitely affects you. And you don't really notice it unless it's something you don't like, like the way they're changing rides or putting Frozen Ever After instead of Maelstrom or changing the band at the Canada Pavilion or any of these little things that that you'd think they were tearing down Cinderella Castle. That's how people react. They're going to tear down Cinderella Castle? No, but they're very insignificant things really in the grand scheme. But people get, because going back to point number one, they're so attached to the Disney brand. It's not just the Disney brand, it's that everyone has certain things that they like and that if it's been so for so long, it's not in a constant state of change that even one little change can be jarring, is what I'm saying. Yes, I guess that's a fair thing to say. But change will always happen. It's something Walt Disney said. I'm a speaker of the people. I request no more change. Speaker of the people. He uh, he said, well, you can't go against Mr. Disney. I can too. He did say this place will never be done. It will always be growing when by growth it changes part of that. All right. Now here's one everyone knows. A relentless approach to guest service. This is not what? optional What's for What's relentless? They not... g- relentless means they go to no end. I know what relentless means. I'm just saying it's not relentless in my opinion. I believe Disney's approach to guest service is. It's the guest service is. Why do you think it is not? Well, I don't know. It's just, or at least it doesn't seem relentless. Well, that's like. the magic. It doesn't seem it, but it really is. It's sort of what I'm getting at. See, you're just making everything dark here. We're no, trying to bring positivity. It, this is positive. I'm saying they do it so well on the inside that you don't notice it, but you know the feeling of it. It's the sort of part of, again, it's part of what you experience that you don't really think about. But for them behind the scenes in their training, and even when they're teaching others through the Disney Institute, Guest service, guest service, guest service. It's their number one point. So that's okay. what I mean by relentless in Please a good explain. way. Relentless in a positive way. In that it's I've a, never used I've never heard it used like well, that. Well, I'm twisting your mind as a, as you see, and I'm doing my job because you've got a quizzical look of a twisted mind. So what I mean is it is their number one all important point. When all else fails, guest service can actually make things right, as we've experienced personally. And again, COVID has really put this to the test. Because do you remember, a lot of people were complaining on social media and other places, you know, when they had to furlough cast members and all this sort of stuff, that guest service has gone downhill and it's not Uh, the same. I wouldn't say so. Well, I mean, it was a hit. People didn't know what to expect. So sure, it probably did take a hit for a while. Well, Well, but the whole world took a hit. Yeah. That our experience, as we talked yeah. about on past episodes, was it's back and, and stronger than ever. So, you know, a consistent approach to guest service is expected from Disney more so than other places, even if yeah, you don't realize that's the Disney it, brand. Because it's the Disney brand. So it's something you don't really see, but 
in on the inside, you just expect it. And so when it doesn't happen in some cases, guests or cast members have a bad day, you really notice it, right? More so than everywhere else. You go, whoa, it's not uh, McDonald's. Eh. I'm sorry to call you out, McDonald's. But <laughs> if you have a bad experience, you know, it's not. No one cares. You don't care. It's you just it, you don't have the same expectations of your brand experience at any other organization as you do in a Disney resort or park or Now what about like the that. McDonald's on Disney property? I have never been to that McDonald's on Disney property because we have so many other food choices but <laughs> um I don't know it's a bit out of the way to get to for us so I don't I never want to waste time going to McDonald's there. Did you know though what? fun fact I'm going to go completely off the rails here okay. Disneyland McDonald's they were just starting out really when Disney was Disneyland was launching yeah. And McDonald's asked to be on Main Street USA, and they were an unknown brand. And Walt Disney said no. <laughs> but could you imagine how things would have been if McDonald's had been granted a spot on Main Street why USA? Why did he say no? I guess he thought it was an unknown brand, and we don't need a burger. You know, why do we need some unknown burger place? Or, you know, they certainly weren't who they are today well, yeah. as a company. But anyway, that's Neither just, was a, Disney. just a little fun. Instead, they had a bra shop, which when you think about it now... It was crazy, right? They had I want this, burgers. This women's underwear store on Main Street, USA. Literally. Can I take the burgers, please? Yeah. Take burgers for $20. Yeah. I'm just saying my question is, it's not necessarily that it's McDonald's, but would you hold the establishments that are on Disney property that aren't Disney owned to the same esteem as Disney itself? I do. Do you? I'm not sure. That's I do because I'm in the environment. Personally, I, I do. So I'm saying, like, if you were to go... On like, because I think it's near Disney Springs. If you were to go to McDonald's on your way back from shopping at Disney Springs, and you had a bad customer service experience, that would jar you out of the Disney. I actually, brand. think it's closer to Magic Kingdom area, but anyway. Okay, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> it's not matter important. where it is, right? <laughs> but um, I don't know because it's it's a little bit removed, right? It's, it's sort yeah. of on its own. So it's not, but, but the places in Disney Springs, since yeah. you brought that up, I do because it's part of that Disney environment. I would too, actually. And I wonder if those, I think about it. I think it probably rubs off on those employees. It would be interesting yeah. to know if employees of those stores like Zara or any of those stores in there are actually coached differently or, or reminded, you know, listen, we're part of the Disney environment. So be on your best behaviors and stuff, you even though they're not trained yeah. by Disney? You wouldn't think so, but if I had to work in Disney Springs and not be a cast member, I'd lose my mind. Hopefully the people <laughs> who work in those in those particular locations want to be working in Disney, so thereby yeah. they are sort of are Disney types. Yeah. But I don't know. It's a good question. Something I hadn't thought about. See, you don't think of these things, but they're sort of un- ingrained, no, running all in the I'm background. No, it's just because I'm so much smarter. All right, here's else. a big one. Innovation. So I I think innovation will be adopted if it's good in the end. And is it good? This is one where, first of all, Disney's very innovative and very technologically oriented, right? They try a lot of stuff. And this is the one category where I'll have another admission, sort of like the Skyliner, but this one I do have some from the past. For example, FastPass Plus, when it first came out, and the new security screening, you know, where you do pre-park security, both of those things I was against. 
I thought they were the wrong decisions. Now, I really? wasn't I wasn't out on, you know, protesting or screaming on Twitter about people it. People protested that? Well, you know what I mean. But yeah, some people will <laughs> protest anything. That's a bit absurd, guys. But I really, be honest. I, I thought those were mistakes. Those sort of, um, th- th- those sort of innovations in their traffic flow. But I will admit uh, they've proved me wrong. I <gasps> really, I did grow... To like FastPass Plus, and I did grow to like, with some exceptions, things I didn't like, please. but the security Yeah, let's flow, please repeat. You were... Uh, I changed my opinion. Let no, me rephrase no, that. No, no, I changed my opinion. So I think if the guest's best interests are at heart, these things will work. Now, I know what you're thinking out there. You're going to come at me with... Oh, it's in their business interests. And that's specifically, let's look at Genie Plus now, uh, right? Here's the new innovation. Is FastPass Plus in their best business interests, though? Well, is I, think it really? it, I think it was meant to streamline the FastPass process. So everyone, you know, park openings, running to the machines, and then they were sold out and everyone was frustrated. So now you sort of used to do it online. Mm. And, well, let me tell you, Genie is way more businessy than FastPass Plus Genie ever was. Genie Plus, the paid version. What's Genie then? Genie is just the, uh, it'll help you plan your day and it'll show you when's a good time to go line up for a ride. And Genie Plus is basically the paid portion of it. Okay, people are going to get those confused. Just like no one calls it FastPass Plus. Everyone just calls it FastPass. Yeah. So, but that's the difference. So that one... um. I still, you know what, I think over time there's the initial reaction and I think a very, very small percentage of people will actually stop ever going to Disney parks because of changes like Genie Plus. But if they do, they're the Disney would say, well, they're the guests we don't want anyway because if they don't want to pay yeah. for stuff. Exactly. And, you know, they are making money. They lost billions and during COVID like everyone yeah. else did. Or when you hear people say, oh, the mass restrictions, I'm never going again. Oh, it's like, fine, please stay away. You make the parks less crowded for me. So this is another one. Genie Plus. I mean, I, I'm going to use it. I don't I, pre- I know I will. particularly hate it, but I prefer pass, fast pass. Plus. plus. Well, fast pass was the or paper fast one. Pass. So Honestly. we'll see, right? Again, um, I don't know where I stand. I'm sort of neutral on it. Where I was against FastPass Plus and I was against the new security screenings. And really? I'm against this. You're against this? Only I'm because neutral. I'm against this only because I think they had a better system in the past. Which one? FastPass Plus. Oh, yeah. The pre-booking one? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have to see how it all shakes out. I'm not out. used and, to this. I don't like But here's like the change. thing about Disney. Just like the paper and then this one. If this doesn't work for them and for guests, because they don't want a huge guest satisfaction problem, because then that just puts stress on guest services and all that. They, will, I, they will change it I, and adapt it. Again, so we'll see. Disney being a democracy. That's what I'm saying. Now, I don't get this whole let's open up Rise of the Resistance to the masses, but we'll see how that goes. But also, actually, I, by the time this is airing, we'll, we'll, have, we'll know. Yeah. But I heard somewhere that. Disney changed the FastPass Plus system because people were getting complaints that they didn't like booking in advance. I'm just like, okay, who are these people and who can I fight? Well, it was sort of stressful. I didn't know. No, you had to book everything in advance. You got to know which. Well, now you still have to book in advance. Not as far, though. You just Yeah, but you got to get up at 7 a.m. on every day of your trip. Exactly. What is that? So we'll see. Can I book it seven months in advance instead, please? We'll see how it all plays out. But innovation... Yes, I know it was only a certain number of days, not seven months. Innovation <laughs> definitely 
has a bearing. It's not something you see all the time. You do interact with it, but they make these changes and it definitely does have a bearing on your Disney vacation and it's done for business purposes. And I feel like sometimes Disney announces things they don't like. I know they explain it well, but people can't really complain about them too much until they actually use them. You know, it's interesting. You're saying that and you said it's confusing. And I saw someone post on Twitter, oh, people are so confused about Genie, and I thought, what? Who's confused? Hi! How, how This is so basically easy. There's the Genie that helps you plan. Your, it basically... I'm not going to complain until I use it. Genie Plus is just the paid add-on. That's the only difference. Yeah. So, it's not confusing. So you're wrong <laughs> if you think it's confusing. Anyway. You're just like the smart kid in class yeah. that can't stand when anyone's oh, slower than them. Now That's let's not a compliment. Re- <laughs> oh, oh, Sorry. <laughs> All right, let's move on to my fifth and final point, which is really my favorite. And I believe this is one you really don't see. In fact, on this list, other than sort of the guest service and, well, they're all important. I was, gonna, yeah. I was just going to go name them all, other than the other four that uh, I've named. Yeah. <laughs> but this one is... Every business should have a backstage area. Don't you think so? When you think of all that... That like the that was the most innovative stuff at all. Now I don't mean you should be building tunnels under your business, but mm, but Disney. those sorts of innovations so that people could move around under Magic Kingdom or all the stuff that happens backstage and behind in the side streets and you get to see some of these in the backstage tour as we were talking about in our last episode. Back the backstage really was pioneered what by Walt Disney. Yeah. And it really was innovative and it does have a direct impact on your yeah, enjoyment, it, it even really helps. Don't see it really helps with the Disney bubble, which is different than the Disney dome that does not exist. And it is related to guest service and guest experience. Oh, definitely, it it helps keep the Disney bubble very like ooh. Then it helps place you in a different land because if you saw in the middle of Fantasyland someone wearing a Frontier outfit, that's kind of like um no, 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 thank you. So it kind of. It would mess you up, but this way it keeps everything consistent and yeah, coherent. Yeah, it, it really is. And part of the Disney bubble, which you just feel the magic in general. Yeah, that whole backstage concept is really one of the biggest. Well, that was again so this, well. This goes back to his whole thing. Not only will it never be done, it will always change. But I he never want to see a backstage area. He wanted you. No, I want to do the backstage tour. With I don't want to do it. You've seen backstage areas. I know, but I don't like it. It wrecks well, the magic. And this is why I don't like the Skyliner because it shows too many sight lines backstage. But anyway, um, where was I going to say? You threw me off my thought. I was going to say that this really was pioneered by Walt Disney, and the backstage really does, as much as guest service and the other things, have an impact on your vacation that you don't even know is there necessarily, unless you're, well, if you're listening to this show, you probably do, but many guests don't. But is that that your favorite thing about the Disney bubble? Or actually, here's my question. What on this list is the most important to you? Because you seem to well, that's like easy. them all. That's easy. And it was our biggest debate. My use of the word relentless in particular. I think guest service trumps everything. But it's not relentless. It's the most magical guest service out there. By relentless, I just mean nonstop yeah, all the time. Relentless is most used important. in a negative sense. Well, like that's it, why I'm playing with words. Or Keep like up. at school when they try Keep to tell you me when I'm doing word twists. that consequences are neither good or bad. I'm like, when have they ever been used in a good way? 
Like, you can't just use these negative words and say, oh, no, they're positive now because well, I say so. is it not making you think? Is it not thought-provoking and stretching wrong. your mind? It's like Epcot. I'm making you move into a different sphere and stretch your mind with my use of the word relentless. Are you trying to be one of those current Imagineers? Uh, no, <laughs> I, I'm trying to be a past or future Imagineer. Mm, I don't know how that's going to work out for you. I think you're doing a great job of being the current ones. Well, maybe the current ones will prove me wrong. <laughs> Here's another one. We'll see. All right. What is your, of these five things that I thought we'd have some fun talking about today that you don't really see directly? Some you do, but they all impact your stay, whether or not you think about it. Which one is the most important for you? I like the most magical guest service center. So it's the same one. The most magical. Just not relentless? Magical. So the relentlessly magical guest no. service of Walt Disney. The magical, nope, you can't talk now, guest service center in some place and time, probably. <laughs> All right. So that, <laughs> that is this week's episode. Let us know how much you think of these things outside of times when something changes. Because when something changes, everybody yeah. thinks about it. But when well, you go about your Disney visits, are you thinking about not... this stuff? I don't think you're supposed to be. But the thing is, when when which is the whole point? Yeah, but when you think about something changes, it's you're not there, right? And most of the time, you're at home on Twitter and you see a news flash or you're reading an article. But when you're there, you kind of forget all about that, and it's like the Disney bubble, and it's almost like your life didn't begin until you went past that archway. Or maybe I'm just crazy. That that is also very probable. But I'm just saying, for me personally, when you're in the Disney bubble, you don't think about any of this, even if the news comes out right then. Yeah, that's true. When you're sitting at home on social media, you argue more about it. When you actually get there, it, it, no, this it sort so of bad. drifts into the background. Yeah, or, exactly. or even or a skyliner it, for me, which is my lightning point. Yeah. I mean, I'm there. It annoys me. What if the skyliner <laughs> gets struck by lightning? That's it, dangerous. It's, everything's going to happen at some point, and then we'll see. Uh, I know people are saying, well, I don't want to get into the Skyliner right now, but the mm. point is that, yeah, when you're there, these sort of tend to fall into the background. And if something goes wrong, it's that guest service that picks Magical you up and makes you right. Service. And that happened to us recently as you've listened to our our episode on everything that went wrong on the trip. <laughs> but the one constant through that whole trip was guest service that did help to make it right. And even after the trip. So thank you for listening. Let us know what are there more things that we didn't cover today that happen in the background that really help to shape a Disney vacation that you don't really think about all the time? Yes. Or which of these are the most important to you? Maybe I'll do a poll this week. Yeah. And so do you watch think Twitter. that Disney is falling into the corporate trap as many people that don't like change claim? Yeah, many people think that. I don't think so. If you look I back over the so, years, actually. there was always something where you could have claimed this through every single decade. And it is, a, and everything's a business. If they do nothing business-like, then it's just going to descend into madness. And listen, as I've said a million times, a Disney vacation is not a cheap discount vacation. Yes, there are different levels and all that, but it was never meant to be cheap. Building Galaxy's Edge or new parks or resorts is, are expensive propositions. And yeah, they are in it to make money. So they've got to cover their costs and make money. And I guess we just go with the flow or we don't go at all. It's up to you. You have a choice in, in a free really society. That's really dark. No, but it's true, right? You have a choice in a free society. Yeah, you but can, I don't like that choice when I have to pay for it. You can complain about things, but, but no one's want... forcing anyone to do anything. So. Good, so you'll pay for me forever? Great talk. Great. Yeah, well, I don't know how you got to that end out of it. <laughs> 
that was certainly relentless. Mm, All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us, as always, this week here at 1923 Main Street. And follow along on social media and get involved. We love to have discussions and debates about stuff. Uh, You know, productive discussions and debates about all of these things on social media. And we have a pretty good list of followers. So we thank you so much for coming along every week for the ride here at 1923 Main Street. So we'll see you again next week and have a magical day. Bye-bye.